Welcome to Utter Descent. I am Brian, and my co-host once again is Kevin. Hey, everyone. So, Kevin, what are we uh, what are we reviewing this week? So this week we got a little indie gem called Dust Force. Gem. Oh yeah, polished. Gem. Polished. Polished. <laughs> like, you know, like petrified shit, or because you know you can polish that. That's true. It's true. No, no, <laughs> no. It's a great game. So. For viewers who don't know what Dust Force is, Brian, how would you describe Dust Force in your own words? I would describe Dust Force in my own words as a pretentious, arty platformer with people who have their heads stuck up their own ass. Damn, that's that's pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it was not not a good game, not a good game at all. Hmm. I'm feeling like you don't like most indie games. Seems like you could apply that to a lot of stuff. <laughs> Most indie games, hold on. I mean, I definitely like the majority of indie games I would say that I play. The problem is the majority of indie games that are out there tend to be artsy platformers that are stuck up their own ass. Mm -hmm. So that, I think, is the root of the problem, not the fact that it's made by indie developers. Okay, okay. goes back to the platforming bit. Probably. All right, all right. Fair enough, fair enough. So getting actually into what the game is really about, (laughs) <laughs> um, we always go to the, the Steam description page. So it says, Dust Force is about taking control of a nimble janitor to rid the world of dust and debris. Yeah, that's probably... I the... wish the game was as short as that description. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of the more concise descriptions I've seen on Steam. That's, that's true. That's pretty to the point. Yeah. It's Yeah, I mean, without adding, you know, the fact that it's a frustrating pile of garbage... I guess it's kind of uh, not ironic, but uh, on point <laughs> that you're cleaning up stuff whenever the game's so much of a mess. Mm, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> now, you'll probably find that in one of the reviews down there that you probably posted last week. <laughs> no, no, I don't post reviews. Yeah, we you should know better. We just talk about them here. <laughs> exactly. I don't want people to get my opinion elsewhere. I want them yeah. to have to come to me to get my opinion. Mm, mm. That's a good point. All right, so actually about Dust Force. So it is a platformer. Um, it's kind of a level-based platformer. You have this open hub world. Um, you go into each one of these levels. Um, it's You get graded on your performance on clearing dust and also the time um, and how long your, uh, your combo streak goes. Um, so you kind of just run through this level. Uh, it's pretty standard platforming controls. You can wall jump, wall slide, um, do like a double jump in the air. Um, there's different kinds of characters that affect it in slightly different ways. And yeah, the whole point of the game is just to go about collecting enough, racking up enough points on each one of these levels to unlock these keys, which unlocks new areas. And uh, then you just keep going. And then it's about competing against scores against you know friends and, and people online. So And there it is, <laughs> the ultimate purpose of the game is for the completionist nutters and the speedrunner nutters. Oh yeah. <laughs> gotta get the hundred percent. Which I still I still really gotta done. not get. <laughs> yeah, it, it's really hard. It's actually really hard. <laughs> yeah, that's one way of putting it. Yeah. Alright, so what are your we, we got your hot take on it, but what a bit more in depth on uh initial impressions from the game. Start from the beginning. Well from the beginning, uh I, I installed the game, which took like a nanosecond, and uh, I was watching the intro, and it occurred to me that, wow, this seems to be setting up some sort of a, you know, an action-y brawl between the forces of clean and, and dirt, <laughs> and it seems like we've got different characters who must be fighting against these other enemy characters, because they keep pitting them up against each other, and uh, the game definitely, definitely seems to think it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, the, uh, I can I can tell from the intro that it's really obsessed with style. The intro is pretty damn intense. It's like did not reflect crap. the game at all. Holy crap! War of the worlds with dust. It's the end of the world. Freaking ninjas flying around with brooms and mops and all kinds of stuff. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then I went to go and play, and I realized that my controller wasn't working because. Even though it says it supports controllers, what it actually means is you have to do everything by mouse and keyboard before you manually, 
I will say that again, manually enter all of the controls and rebind the keys to your controller. So the frustration started very quickly because I couldn't have the actual developers tell me which button I might want to bind to which one because they developed the game and know better than I. No, no, no. I had to do that on my own and hope that I didn't pick the wrong spot for the ever-important grab-to-the-ceiling button or whatever. Or you so, could just, yeah, that, that did not get off on the right foot with me. Or you could just be cool and use the keyboard, like all the pros. Yeah, but if I'm going to play an indie platforming game, I want to be able to like slouch on my couch watching a movie over the top of my computer, not be ramrod stiff sitting at my desk using... Well, to be honest, controls that we gave up like back in the DOS era, and come on. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So yeah, that uh, definitely not a good start to my initial impressions. Um, it didn't go any better after that, because normally the way it would work is the easy levels, you kind of get suckered into, you play them for a bit, and then it ramps up the difficulty and you get pissed off and quit. No, no, this happened in the tutorial for me. It was like going down a laundry list of all my hatreds of stylized platforming games that require you to move way too fucking fast. I mean, I had to actually replay every single part of that, uh, of each of the tutorial missions. And it took me, I would say, five minutes just to get up to and out of the tutorial part of the hub world. <laughs> it was awful. I was so pissed off right from the get-go. Yeah. And I'd like to say it's not because I'm just terrible platformers. I it could can be. do plat no, I don't think it is. <laughs> Cuz I used to play Crash Bandicoot and and I, you know, uh, Mario 64, Super Mario Brothers. I played all the classic, well not all the classic, but many of the classic platforming games. It it can't just be that I'm shit at I don't know. I don't know, Brian. This is a more advanced platformer. You know, we're not we're not on the classic era. You know, you got you got your slides, you got your wall jumps, you got your ceiling grabs. Yeah, but even yeah. to get out of the fucking tutorial area shouldn't be stylized movement. I should be able to just fucking jump out of it and move on my merry way. Not have to do one specific type of triple jump thing through the air, wall run up it, and then scale my way across the ceiling just to get out. That's ridiculous. You know, it's all part of the. You're supposed to do that later in the game. Whenever I'm used to the controls. It's all part of the. It's all part of the plan. You know, they're trying to introduce you to all these controls, and then you know, they put they put up the first challenge. They put up this little roadblock. You got to apply your skills. It's not going to tell you how to do it. It's pretty open ended. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I was I was pretty pissed right from the get go. That was that was not the way to introduce a new character to your your quote-unquote masterpiece <laughs> that it very obviously wants to be. I don't know. I, I had no problems. I just did the wall jump, double jump over there, double jump, dash through the air, and it gets out, and I was like, damn, this is pretty cool. That was pretty, it was pretty <laughs> badass. <laughs> How can you describe badass to a game where you're cleaning up leaves? I mean, come on. You're I mean, cleaning up leaves and dust. I know. I, th I think it's more credit to the game because it makes it look so badass. Freaking janitor ninjas. Yeah, see, there's another, awesome. one of my, there's another one of my huge annoyances with this. This game definitely has a, uh, a style problem here. They really do think that their characters are so much cooler than they actually are. If you stop moving, both the blue guy and the red chick will stand there bobbing themselves up and down with their hat down, blowing bubbles with bubble gum. One of their overall slings is, is off to make them look extra cool, and they're janitors. Come on. Yeah. They it, are not that cool. In this universe, when you're getting attacked by dust monsters, you know, I think janitors would be the most badass people on the Earth. They're, Aren't they they're even your last dust line monsters, though? Yeah, you're playing the game, and there's, like, you know, these floating dust orbs in the air and then you got like these crazy dust wolves coming after you and these dust bears and you got to save them by hitting them with your mop seems like they're just you know. more pissed off that they're covered in dirt <laughs> and they're trying to kill you for cleaning them more than the evil dust is taking over the world 
I don't know. You you smack them super hard like five times in the face with a broom, and then then they're all pretty happy. You know, little, <laughs> little Rolf just like hops around. You know, he's pretty happy after taking the beating. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up when you think about it. Yeah, it is kind of messed up. <laughs> Those and animations are... are really intense. Like you just freaking like body slam this freaking broomstick on someone, and they're just like sweet thanks. Okay, well, what about the ones where it's not some innocent animal and you're just cleaning a book? I mean, people got to read those books, and they don't want to get dust. Uh, okay. on their head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. See, it's 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 pretty dumb when you think about it, Kev. Also, <laughs> why the hell did they go through those at intro where you had each person come in in a certain environment and they have like their own individual style of cleaning and again the enemy villain person who very clearly is making a certain kind of filth. But then, one, you can play as any one of them whenever you want. Two, they their cleaning method doesn't have anything to do with what they're cleaning. Uh, three, their cleaning method actually doesn't work the way it's supposed to, with the vacuum cleaner guy going around clearly blowing all over the place. <laughs> and then, even the the mess you're cleaning up doesn't have to do with the environment you're in. Like there was clear, there was one level where I think I was on a satellite cleaning lab goo off the hell does lab goo have to do with the depths of space why couldn't it have been like space debris is that not evil enough yeah no you got to have the mad scientist goo but why on a space station unlike the solar panels just look like someone sneezed on it maybe the real game is about this alien threat in space no no (laughs) no no and along the line of these other characters you told me that there was a difference. Mm-hmm. I'm calling bullshit. No. There is no difference between them. I, first of all, I said slight difference. <laughs> Define <It's> slight. Not... <laughs> so you got the standard guy. He's just a standard guy. You got the standard girl. I believe she's just a standard girl. I think she runs like slightly faster. Again, slightly. Then there's this pink girl with the uh, actual feather dusters. Now she can do a triple jump. But each individual jump's not as high as the main ones. So you can actually get like a bit farther with her. So again, slight. And then the guy with the vacuum cleaner, he can actually jump the highest out of all of them. But it's only like by five pixels. But again, slight. Pixels. If you want that you want that slight advantage when you're trying to get your S ranking, you know, you gotta pick the right person, you gotta strategize. Pick the right person. Get those pixels on your side. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's very obvious this game is just not targeted at, at people like me as the audience because everything you just said <laughs> aggravates me to no end. Yeah, this is for people who like good good games, Brian. Good games? No, I'm just <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, no, there is, there is a certain I, audience. See, I would have respected them giving us different characters if they had been specific to respects, probably not the right word, but I'm going to stick with it. If they had given them, uh, you had to play as a certain character for a certain type of map. Like if the dust person with the dust feather dusters in her hand, had to go clean up all the dust. That would make sense. If the broom guy, I don't know, swept trash off the ground in the trash levels. If the chick had a mop instead of another broom and she cleaned up, I don't know, lab spills and the vacuum dude, I don't know what the hell he'd do, but you get my point. <laughs> like if they had actually made it so that you played as a different characters in the different areas, then it would have seemed still unnecessary, but it would have at least been consistent. You could have easily just had your person use a different tool when you went in there, but you know, it wouldn't have bothered me as much as the way that they portrayed them as having these incredibly different characters based on the introduction and then just totally phone it in and have no reason to play as another character yeah i, mean, I think it just gives the player a bit more freedom right from the get-go you can just pick whoever, whoever, well, why can't play i customize style. my character if you want to have if you want to have freedom let me make my own character let me pick my style of overalls that i want to use hmm. why can't i color my own character would that have been so much harder for them to to do for them to let me be pink if i wanted to be instead of purple I don't know, Brian. I mean, they're kind of like the Power Rangers. Like you can't, you can't just create like a teal Power Ranger. Like why there, there's not? a set, there's a set amount of them, and that's it. Well, then why wasn't there a yellow character? I don't know. 
I always wondered why, why was it blue, red, purple, and green? I don't know. I always wondered why no one had a rake. I was like, you're you're cleaning up leaves and no one has a rake. Right. I don't know. That's kind of that's actually kind of bothered me about that. But <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. Anyway, so as I said, initial <laughs> feelings were not good. I I was aggravated from the beginning and it did not stop there damn we just unpacked those initial impressions in like 15 minutes that's all that's packing a lot of of dislike for this game <laughs> <laughs> i said it didn't stop I, I i came out the gate hating it with a passion and left really wishing i just fucking threw it in the garbage where it belonged from the very beginning instead of uh forcing myself to play this trash well that's the point of this thing is to force you to play these terrible games Good game. Aha, you admit it. Good game. You admit it. Ah, you win. Damn it. <laughs> okay, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Um, so that was just the initial impressions. So you talked about how annoying the controls were. So what about more about along the lines of, of the gameplay and the levels themselves? Like what specifically was was getting on my tits? Yeah. Yeah, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to put it that way. That is the best way that I can put it. Um, so yeah, let's see. What about the gameplay really got to me? From a control standpoint, I did not like the fact that as you leapt through the air with your broom trailing behind you like dirty Superman, um, all of a sudden your person just lost all forward momentum and dropped like a brick. That was bullshit. It really made timing my jumps initially unnecessarily difficult to, to learn how to do and it led to several deaths later in the game that were just uncalled for because I'm trying to figure out, I can tell it's a really long jump and I want to put off that second jump as much as I can. And then all of a sudden my character just goes, nope, I'm dead. Yeah, they made, that, mean, they made that timing really precise. Like, yeah, you, And there's no reason to have your character drop like a, like a well, anything because anyway. <laughs> Science. <laughs> it, it doesn't, it, it, there's no reason for you to arbitrarily start dropping like that. Um, aside to just kill you if you're not doing it right. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe just the gravity of, you know, that universe where, you know, if you don't activate your, your second jump when you're halfway through, I don't know. <laughs> so what? Unlike how the rest of the universe works in this universe, the further away you are from a center of gravity, the harder it pulls. Exactly. Yeah, no, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, nobody has double <laughs> jumps, so they can do whatever they want with their double jumps. Yeah, you can always use this. They can do whatever they want. It's their game excuse. But I can still bitch about the fact that it's not necessary. I mean, I would still die if I didn't jump at the right time. Why do you have to slam me into the ground on top of that? Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it was unnecessary, and it, it bent me over a bench for no reason. Mm -hmm. um, I also found it unbelievably aggravating whenever i would try and go down a hole and my character's acceleration was so great that i couldn't get them to actually fall down the hole they would just instant jump over top of it now this could be that i was using the controller and apparently everyone who's really good at the game uses the mouse <laughs> or not the mouse but the the numpad or whatever the function keys i don't know what you guys the use function keys um what? yeah you know, you just turn up the volume to, to jump. Whatever those people um, use. Yeah, whatever you people use. <laughs> but that really got annoying, especially because the game's timing me the whole time. So once I start fucking up like that, I might as well just go kill myself and start again because it's going to give me that fucking F rating at the at the end of the level and make me really mad for no reason. Um, aside from that, eventually the the jumping mechanics and the way that you move about the map got more intuitive but i really got sick of the fact that they would the majority of their challenging bits just were down to make sure that you jump at the right time like and i know for a platformer that sounds like i just am complaining that it's a platformer it's but <laughs> it it was the fact that you had to make sure that you jumped at the very end of the ledge and if you didn't if you jumped a little bit before you wouldn't make it and the worst part was it looks like when you run off the ledge, your person jumps. But what actually happens is your person doesn't jump and it uses up your double jump. Mm -hmm. So if you think that you made your jump first and you want to go do your double jump, 
you get to eat shit. And I. It took me five minutes in one of the levels to realize that one, my character wasn't as wide as I thought he was, and two, or I guess not as thin as I thought he was, because he would hit the end of the the platform, and if I jumped there, he would interpret that as, I'm going to cancel out your double jump. But I was clearly still on the ledge. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Jumping mechanics in a platformer should be perfect. And the fact that they're not, after what, 30, 40 years of this shit, is, is total bullshit. How many of these games do they have to make before they can get the jumping mechanics right? I mean, you should be able to open up any development software, click F1 and hold down shift, and it should make a game like this with perfect controls. Why the hell am I running into these kinds of problems? I mean, I think that's just a design for the gameplay itself, because you could have it be like Super Meat Boy, where you're just floating all over the freaking place, and you can no, just... Don't start do... me on Super Meat Boy. <laughs> <laughs> but you can just, you can, you know, just double jump at any time, or like Mario, there's, there's no double jumps. Um, you know, I think it's just where they want it to go with it. I think it does. It puts a, a lot more challenge on it. You have to be a lot more precise, and it's not really as straightforward with the different types of controls. Like you said, where you can't if you run off a ledge, uses up a jump. Um, there's like a really specific strategy that you have to do if you're trying to uh, to get to some of the later levels, because the open world isn't. So yeah, the open world isn't actually. Um, well, everything is immediately accessible, but it's really just blocked by your skill to get to it which is kind of an interesting design choice where you really have to master like these certain combinations of moves to get to the new level itself. And it's not... Yeah. <laughs> let me uh, let me pick up Let's on that segue one. segue into that. Let, All me, right. let me go right into exactly what you're talking about. That was actually one of my bigger annoyances in this game was the fact that I do not like having to be dicked around to get to the next level. I much prefer the Crash Bandicoot method of just fucking walk into the next level and move on. If the hub world were fun to move around or they treated it like a sandbox game where you can kind of go and do other stuff and dick around, I would have been okay with it. But it wasn't fun, and trying to get to the next areas were just so frustrating. Specifically, there was one level called... Let me see if I can find what it was for anyone who actually ever played this garbage and wants to know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, the level is called Backup Shift. The way you get into Backup Shift is you have to jump through teeth, and the teeth are exactly the height of your character. And if they touch you, you die. (laughs) Now, you don't have to do that once to get to the level. No, 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 twice. And if you die, it puts you back at the first spot, so you have to do it twice again. And then I got into the level, found out it's just fucking covered in death walls and ceilings, and you literally have to make a perfect jump from each section to the each section with areas where you have to jump perfectly flat, beat someone upward, and then jump again perfectly flat. And if you touch anything, you die. So what did I do? I immediately quit because fuck that, I'm not going to be wasting my time trying to get through that kind of bullshit. Not to mention I wasted a goddamn key to unlock that fucking level. And I found out that they set a checkpoint for me at the exit of the level. So now I can't leave without going back through those teeth. And if I die, I get sent back to the level entrance, so I have to go through those teeth to go play the rest of the game. I was so close to quitting at that point. I told myself I'm going to try this five more times, and if I don't make it out, I fucking quit. And then I made it out. Uh, and had to torture myself with more of this bullshit. It was destined. Oh, <laughs> oh man. I, I was sound, fuming uh, at that point. I was so fucking pissed off. Sound pretty worked up there. I'm remembering all of that. I'm, I'm going through a moment here. Uh, I actually drew a little diagram of that level entrance. Uh, it looks like there was another set of teeth above the platform you had to land on. I'm sure that made it even worse. <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember that one. I, th- I think there's there's a few. Was that in the lab level? Or was that uh, it was covered in electrical wire or something. Yeah, it was, the, it was so. the lab one. Yeah, I know exactly which one you're talking about. See, I kind of find I find the 
the hub world pretty interesting because it's like a game within the game, you know, so you have to get, you know, you, you might be annoyed by it, but you have to, you know, use the skills you've learned to then platform to get to the levels, which you're going to just use more of what you've already taken to get there. So that was cool how they, they set them up. Like, you know, there's one that is a huge chasm and you have to learn to, you know, jump up, slide down this ramp and then do your double jump all the way across it. And then once you can get there, you've mastered that skill. Now you use that in the level to beat it. And so there's like, like I spent like 10 minutes trying to get to this one level where you had to jump, dash, climb up a wall, oh, wait for you to I fall exactly off, then, about. then jump up again. So you do the, the ceiling run and then you can finally like do another jump or something. And then your guy climbs up another ledge and he gets there. Was that the in the castle? Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that was another point where I told myself if I can't get past this, I quit, and I eventually made it up. Yeah. Uh, so, so I kind of enjoyed uh, that, the kind of emergent learning gameplay where you have to, to learn to get to the levels to like actually use your skills. It's not like you just get unlocks that give you new abilities. You have to actually work with what you got in different ways. Now, I will say that took me to a certain point. Because there's still like 10 levels I have not played because I just can't freaking get to them. And so on one hand, I'm like, this is cool. And on the other hand, I'm like, I can't even play part of the game because I'm just not good enough. And the game's just like, <laughs> you suck. You don't deserve to play my content until you get good. And right. Like, and I, that's... I guess you're right, game. Well, don't no, don't, don't fucking cave <laughs> like that. They should let you play the level. And if you're not good enough to beat the level, fine. It's not like Guitar Hero ever locked off. Well, actually, I take that back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was not a good example. Uh. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was a I'd have to go back and play Guitar Hero. I might be wrong on that. Maybe they do let you through as long as you're shitty at it. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, no. Level design in general was definitely rubbing me the wrong way the whole way through. I did not like the way that every area had its own, I guess its own style. You go into the lab and it was all lab and, you know, you go into the castle and it was all castles and old houses and stuff. And it wasn't because I didn't like the, the change of scenery. That was fine. It was the fact that I had to relearn what things were the backdrop and what things I could actually jump onto. There was one where I kept... I could not beat the level. I, I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, I, I can't make this jump. I'm pretty sure this is an impossible jump. And after restarting it 10 times, I realized, oh, wait, there's a wall there that I need to jump off of. I just thought that was part of the background. Whenever you run into that kind of a problem, that's when the level designer really needs to look at what they're doing with their life because that's fucked. Yeah. Some of those mm-hmm. um, like rooftops or other things, I think in like the city levels and stuff, like, yeah. It makes it. It makes it look like there's a that, platform there. That drove me nuts. I mean, not to mention yeah, all the been, spiky been death traps are all over the place. And I mean, yeah. there are some other levels that just they weren't even they weren't even reasonable challenges. There was one that was actually they weren't even a level. There was one that was just purely five squares with dirt on every side. How is that a level? How is that supposed to be a challenge? This is supposed to be a stylized move through the environment, wall run to, to ceiling run to double jump over this, dash, beat up a thing in midair. You're telling me that that's supposed to be the equivalent when I'm just slowly sliding down the side of a fucking square and then slowing, slowly sliding down its neighbor and its other neighbor? Come on. <laughs> yeah, each level did have kind of its own, like you are saying, like has its own style to uh, approach to it, like you might have one that's just a bunch of really big drops and it's really fluid one that like will go in a loop. There's somewhere like you no, just they have were to incredibly fight easy. everything it's just hard to get in the level, which top rank those were actually pretty hard. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. I spent like, I spent like 30 minutes trying to beat this one where you're just like beating up all these trash monsters and there's just like freaking debris and like garbage bags flying at you from every direction. Yeah. And I think I'm yeah, I, I breezed through that one in, in it, 10 it seconds and went, really nope, never time. doing that again. But so I will say, <laughs> yeah, so I will say this is what, 
this I think is a plus for the game is um, kind of the, the momentum you build just playing the game. Like it doesn't stop you with game over screens. Um, you can just breeze through it and not care about your combo. It, it puts checkpoints pretty frequently throughout the level. And when you get reset, like the music just See, keeps going. You go right back. I would agree with you, you just, if it weren't for. You just start over again and you just keep going. But yeah, it just it, you can get a really good momentum going where you just try something, you get back into it. Your character picks up some speed. You still got the music going. You know, it can. You know, it's not like too intense like other games where they just keep kicking you out of the level or something. And like I would get pretty pissed with that, but it doesn't really punish you too hard for screwing up because it's just you either make it or you die, and then you die. You just go back again. You just you can just keep grinding out lots of lives over like a really short time frame, and eventually like you know develop the skills or timing you need. Like it's it's pretty supportive of giving you lots of chances to to keep you know nailing that specific area. So that's yeah, what, that's the what music I was too you a pretty good rhythm and i really we'll, did like we'll the, talk the about the music too. later but about the music later but we're, we're going no, what's what let's yeah here we go. i let's, agree with most of what you tear said. that down i i do agree that once you get into the rhythm of the game and you learn how to move if you're not playing one of the bullshit maps that requires you to be absolutely perfect with every single jump and it's one of the longer stretched out ones where you're just you know finding the the best way to move through it fluidly and that those are fine i actually found myself enjoying those but every time i started to get immersed in a nice you know combination of wall run ceiling run jump well hey i'd come crashing back down because i'd see the fucking timer in the corner and know that the game was about to judge the shit out of me because i wasn't going to do it fast enough and that is the biggest <laughs> downfall of this game is the fact that it judges you and it calls it judgment like a total prick what the fuck i I cannot stand it when games do this. I know this is a Japanese <laughs> game thing. They're the first ones that I ever saw putting that kind of a ranking thing in a, in a game. I think the first one I ever played was, oh, fuck, no one's going to know this game, this game, but it was called Armored Core for the PlayStation 2. One of my favorite games on, on the PS2. Can't play it now because the controls are just a mess. But the first time I played it, I'm like, what the fuck is this SA ranking thing? What am I getting judged on? Dust Force is doing the same thing, and I can't stand it. There's no reason for it. They could simply come to the end of the level and give you how long it took and some arbitrary score and a leaderboard on the side, and I wouldn't give a flying fuck about it. I'd be like, cool. I know I'm number 10,100 million because I'm not crazy enough to play <laughs> this for the rest of my life, to beat speedrunner number one who's got a negative score because he's cheating. Like, I, that would be fine. I wouldn't mind that at all. People can still have their fun with their completionist attitude and the fact that they want to be the top in the leaderboard. They can still do their thing. But if you're going to judge me, call to judgment, and then spit on my face, I'm not going to have fun anymore. You're ruining my fun because now I can't move through your game the way I want to play it because you're going to have that nice little poke in my dick at the end of the level just for, I don't know, just because you're being an asshole. There's no reason for it. It doesn't have to give me a rank. It already has that with the leaderboard. And then, to just dig it in just a little extra bit, it doesn't stop the time limit when you die. And now I know you're going to say that's because you died, you don't deserve to get an SS rating. But with how unreasonable some of these jumps are, I don't feel like it's fair to be judging me based on the fact that I can't make it on my first jump. And I get that they want you to just keep playing the map, the map over and over and over again, but I feel like in a game like this that's so stylized and wants you to be like super cool about playing through it and be real skilled at it, if I can't make it through the first time if I'm really good and get a good rating, then there's something wrong with the game. I should be able to, once I've played this enough that i'm kind of getting into the groove of it i should be able to get through this and at least get an a and not be dicked over by the fact that it wants to put some arbitrary perfect jump sequence in that i won't know how to do until i've played it three or four times and the fact that they're then going to make me die checkpoint and continue draining my time you're you're just being a jerk there if you're going to do that kill me fucking kill me put me back at the beginning of the map start my my score over again let me try again so there <laughs> yes are, are you done 
<laughs> yes, I'm done. I, I'm I don't want to interrupt comedy. this epic monologue. All right. All right. So, so I will say with that, <laughs> so, so with that, I mean, I will say I kind of agree with, with you on the, the whole grading scale. I mean, my biggest problem with it is that it's, it locks your progress. Like it actually, you know, I wouldn't care if the game's like, you suck, but I'm like, oh, I'm still playing this game. So you know, screw you. Like I'm still advancing through this game. Exactly. But then it combines it with like, I'm not going to let you unlock the next key until you get good enough at this. And I'm like, uh, okay. Cause there's like, like I said, I haven't even found some of the levels yet. And there's a lot where I just can't get that high of a rank to then get the key. Like I've discovered some that are just, just still locked because I don't have that key yet. I think that's that's kind of where it crosses the line. Like I feel like the combination of the time and the combo, um, like it's pretty tough because you die once and you're done. You have to restart it. Like it, it seems like it's very. This game was built for more like the speed running people, and it's not like, you know, this is a game. This is a fun platformer that can be speed run. It's like the game is judging Incredibly on your annoying. speed running ability, which Incredibly annoying. That can be pretty annoying. Yeah. And I wouldn't um, have like, had a especially problem with it locking it all the content. If yeah. it did like just <laughs> one might say it's incredibly annoying. Well, no. if it just did, yeah, it's just one of those things. I probably would have been able to forgive it. But the fact that it did all of them is unforgivable in my mind. I, I, I obviously I quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, to a certain extent, like I couldn't play the game anymore either because um, I just couldn't advance. And you'll see, like, with my history. Because um, the game gives you like, yeah, I a, found that. You don't have to go through the overworld once you've found a level. You can just there's a book where you can just scroll through all the levels and, and play them. You'll, you'll scroll through mine and it'll be like S S S S and then like D mm-hmm. D and mm-hmm. S S S. Like because there's like just those levels where it's just like all spikes, yeah. all drops, and I'm like, I'm like I should just be rewarded for just getting through this freaking thing. Like I don't. <laughs> just give me give me a key for that and be done with it like but it's just like and then it shows you the progress bar too it's like you got two yeah. pixels closer yeah to that key congratulations I'm like, it's nonsense and again <laughs> just record the time record the time give me an arbitrary score don't give me a you fucking suck symbol or if you're gonna do it be a real dick about it like if the game came out and like came down with a hammer of judgment and the game actually gave me the middle finger i would have respected it for that i've been like oh okay well they're obviously being funny about this but no no they're taking it straight face me like i guess you're just not cool enough to hang out with our cool janitors you can't even see their face because they're so cool mr cool blue hat exactly <laughs> yeah i feel like it it, the game took it to a certain point where it was like really good and then you just hit this wall right. where like unless you're not a professional speed um, runner you're not you're not getting past yeah it. otherwise i mean from non-gameplay standpoint if we're talking like you know the the art style the music i mean i found the music to be repetitive and annoying after a while but it wasn't bad and graphics eh, eh, not nothing to write home about <laughs> I've definitely seen worse. I've definitely seen better. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, no, I thought it was. It was very crisp and smooth. I like the animations were really nice. Um, I like just the different color palettes that they were going with. It wasn't all just dirt brown, or like one of those just black on gray indie games. Like it actually had a lot of a nice life to it, and yeah, the, the sounds were very like upbeat and chimey and. I think it had a good atmosphere um, with the game. It just, yeah, the the challenge just comes out of nowhere. So what would you say is actually the real reason that you, you like this game? You made me suffer through this pile of shit. Why? Why, why do you like it so much? <laughs> so, I mean, it just appeals to a lot of the stuff that, that I enjoy with games. So the platforming design, I mean, I like, I love platformers, played mario and crash bandicoot and i just like the challenge that comes with it and just you know flowing and double jumping around the level um, i just enjoy that type of gameplay and then you know i'm, I'm very partial to the indie games um, so i i do like the the kind of indie art styles and all the different things that they like to try and just the style of this game like you know putting the serious thing on just 
dust and just the the simplistic art style and just the, the popping colors uh, so i think the atmosphere brought me in and then just the smooth fluid gameplay and the audio kind of kind of kept me there it made me think it was it was a really good game so that's what i that's what i enjoyed about it. that's what brought me to it so what if it were made by like ea would you still like it oof so, i know if it were made by nintendo you would definitely buy it <laughs> I'll be all over that. If it was bought by EA, I mean, the first thing I would probably do is not pre-order it and wait for them to release a bunch of patches <laughs> and free DLCs and then not buy any kind of loot crates. Um, and after that, yeah, I'd, I'd probably enjoy it, actually. <laughs> so it really has nothing to do with the indie developers. Well, I think I think indie developers bring their own style that you might not see with the, the bigger publishers. There's just so much more variety that you get. I mean, itself is a genre. Like, it's not really a genre you mean so variety different... from like indie game to indie game, not variety within the same game. Yeah, from the different games, there's, okay, there's just so many different say, types of things. <laughs> there's not much variety in this game. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Come on, you're freaking cleaning leaves and then dust. And then like, trash. What? what? And then goo. Yeah, it's, I mean, what else is there? Like, you know, they completed the variety. They, that's all. That's all you need. Well, why couldn't I, like, clean up dog shit? I mean... Or, like, cat litter or vomit. That? Yeah, that would be actually pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like variety. Uh, that's, that's adding a lot more variety. I didn't think about uh, Yeah, yeah. Like, you whole like, pet-themed so, pet, pet levels? Like, that'd be cool. Pet-themed levels. Only if they have them in the background actually taking a shit for you to clean up. <laughs> Boom, see, there we they go. That's, that's yeah, your... but then you would inevitably have to beat up the dog covered in shit because that would be the shit monster to you know the leaf monster and the other one oh. and then the game wouldn't be able to sell because you're beating dogs so yeah that might see so no one cares about bears down. no one really cares about bears I mean, beat up the or fox, the wolves though. Y- yeah foxes they're, they're pretty cute but yeah, maybe exclusively focused on that that might be a bit much <laughs> but you know then again there's your there's your ea season one dlc the, the pet store shit dogs yeah. <laughs> jesus so uh one one last thing on on the game before we move on to some uh post traumatic sh- no i mean some uh, <laughs> <laughs> some finishing up statements and what have you uh story are you going to try and tell me that this game actually has story or will you admit that there is no story to this you know, I think it's about like the inner struggle of the janitor. No, it's, there's no, there's no freaking story in this game. <laughs> okay, so so then, follow me. Uh, Why does the intro make me think there's going to be a story? Um, Do you ever fight those bosses? Are they a real thing, or was that just some bullshit the game threw up to make you feel like it was more epic than it actually was? I don't even remember what the bosses were on that intro sequence. I don't know sludge boy dust man oh okay i kind of remember i mean who knows because i didn't even finish the game so it could be that's the last level i have no idea but you know it's trying My to do God says it's not yeah yeah you know it's trying to do where you know it's, it's it's not trying to show us that much but it's trying to tell a lot you know through that opening sequence so you know maybe that is the but backdrop telling me that you're you know involved in this war on uncleanliness by these, these boss monsters apparently i mean it was is... very misleading i i i really look for story in games as you know and the fact that it made me feel like it was going to be more than just jumping around uh was a big letdown when i found out it wasn't yeah i, I was gonna say what do you expect but then you expected a story so yeah that that makes <laughs> sense because <laughs> some platformers have you know it's not really specific to the genre they have a some have really good stories um but yeah this one decided to go with the simple one you know you're just saving the world and that's it saving the world hey it, it says on the steam page you know you're a force against dust and disorder and you need to rid the world of <clears throat> dust and debris apparently that's a major threat so there's your story sweep them up platformer kill me <laughs> fucking kill me <laughs> Jesus. All right. Um, yeah. Let's 
let's switch over and uh, and talk about like overall rating of the game, where you you know recommend it in comparison to you know some other stuff that you may tell a friend to play. Like for you, is this as worthy of gameplay as like Mario sixty four or Super Smash Brothers or you know, I don't. We're not going to do any number ratings because I don't think that mm-hmm. something as complex as what we just talked about can be reduced down to a one or a two. I mean, for me, it'd be a negative twenty, but <laughs> on a scale of one to five. But what, what would what would you say overall rating for this game? Overall rating. I mean, if I had to write a Steam review, I click the recommend button and give it a six out of five. No, I'd probably six out of five. No, it'd probably be like one to four. <laughs> out of five or something but yeah you know i definitely recommend for people who enjoy platformers uh, definitely like speed runners if you're that type of obsessive crazy person and you want to get up on this this leaderboard i mean good luck but i definitely this game's definitely for you um but yeah just, just platformers um people like mario and if you're more casually into platformers it might be a bit difficult you might hit that wall a lot sooner but i'd say i mean you definitely have to master the platforming skills so anyone who enjoys that and that's the whole game so that's who i'd push this out to which is obviously not you so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like uh in your you know gigantic list of games where would you put this is this like a, a meh game is this a game that you you go back every now and then and play because you enjoyed it enough obviously it's not a shit game or else you wouldn't have made me torture myself <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so out of my game library, which there's, I think we're going to talk about, there's several hundred games. Several? Just on Steam Over five. alone. Yeah, so with that, I'd probably put it in, like, probably the top, like, 20 or 30. Like, I really enjoyed... 20 or 30? Holy shit. Yeah, like, I really enjoyed playing this game. Like, for me, it was it was pretty relaxing just to get <clears throat> just to get those combos going and just with the music and atmosphere. And so I played it, you know, once through. I would go back occasionally and play it playing my favorite levels like i actually i really enjoyed this game jesus <laughs> it's so shocking wow i, know. I, I can't ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Just I'm, I'm, I'm actually stunned i don't know what to say about that because obviously i would put this pretty far down in my in my list of, of games i'd ever want to play again i will not play this game again i can guarantee you that <laughs> like unless there's some bet involved that I'm gonna win some money or free beer or something. There's no way I would not touch this with a, a 20 foot pole. But that being said, it's not the worst game I've ever played. If you, I don't like the being graded on on stuff if I don't have to. Like I have a bit of perfectionist in my blood, and getting graded at the end of something really bothers me. So if that doesn't bother you, you might be able to enjoy a bit of this game. Um, as I said, I did find it enjoyable times when i was moving through the levels and getting lost in it for a little bit but it didn't last long but yeah it's definitely not the worst game i've ever played it's definitely i don't even think it's the worst platformer i've ever played i i'd have to think about that one for a while to, to decide on that um oh definitely not there's, there's so much worse because this one was at least functional i've definitely played some that were incredibly dysfunctional and, and you just could not play um but from mm. the ones that are are still playable i think it's at the bottom i I like super meat boy more than this and i could not stand super meat boy (laughs) yeah well that's that's better than i was expecting that's (laughs) that's about as much as i could hope for with something like this so yeah i mean we kind of knew what was going to happen going in yeah um i mean and just to clarify i did not finish this game kevin is pointing out that he got to a point where he couldn't go any further and he tried i got to a point where i was so angry that i just rage quit and decided i was done i i ran up against unlocking three or four missions in a row that took me more than five minutes just to get to to unlock only to find out that they were the death pit ones that kevin was talking about or the spiky trap ones that i was talking about and once that happened i was just I was done. I was so incredibly enraged that there was nothing that was going to bring me back from from the edge at that point. I I jumped, quit, uninstalled the game. <laughs> and thus, Dust Force consumed another soul. Yup. 
Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so, uh, so real quick, just as a reminder, the uh, the next game we're going to be doing is the original Quake. Uh, mm-hmm. Kevin is going to start working through that, and I'm hoping that he likes it, but more likely than not, he's not going to like it. Um, who knows? If it takes us a while to put out the next episode, it could be that he fell in love with the game, and now I can't get him away from these older-style first-person shooters. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I can hope. Yeah. Um, sometime in the interludes, I have Mark playing through... Uh, Planetary Annihilation, our other co-host. We don't know how long that's going to take. He really does not like RTSs. So we'll have to see how that goes. I do still intend to play against him at some point to really get the true Mark rage out of this. And we may record that and throw it up on YouTube, but we'll have to see. That should be an interesting one to watch. I'm looking forward to it. It's even better because we're not in the same room. (laughs) So you can't, (laughs) no physical harm can come to anyone. No physical harm, exactly. I might not be able to talk to him for a week, but. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, that is the end of our first For Realsies podcast. All right. Um, Thank you for listening. As a reminder, you guys can look us up on Facebook, go to the Facebook pages and look up Utter Descent. As a reminder, if you look for a person named that, that is me because I'm stupid and don't know how to set up Facebook pages. You can also follow us at Twitter under the uh, tag Utter Descent. And we also are on pretty much all of your favorite podcast apps, uh, such as Podbean and Stitcher. Not iTunes just yet. We're working on that. Um, Apple's kind of jerking us around with getting onto their site, but hopefully Mm that will be resolved soon. So with that, Uh, I'd like to thank everyone for listening, and we will catch you next time. Thanks, everyone. See ya. Roll outro.